0: Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette. Today we're talking with three local nonprofits, Naperville Hurling Club, Ray Graham Association, and Ride Assist Naperville. watching Spotlight. And today I'm joined by Joe Hurd and Sarah Tenzer. They're here representing the Naperville Hurling Club. So welcome. Thank you. Glad you came in uniform. That's always (laughs) nice. So thanks for that. And I'm going to start out with you, Sarah. So what is hurling? So hurling is a three thousand
1: year old Irish sport. Um, It's pretty pretty basic rules, but it can be complicated to play. So this is what we have. It's called a hurl here. And you use this to pick up the ball off the ground because you're not allowed to use your hands and then you can use it to strike the ball into the goal or through a pair of uprights with three points um, if the ball goes in the goal and one point if it goes through the uprights.
0: Okay, I like that. Kind of two different ways to score points, right? Yeah. But I can't use my hands. You
1: can't use the hand to pick the ball up off the ground. You can't use your hands to throw the ball.
0: Okay, all right. And would this be what I would be wearing if I were playing? Yeah, so the only piece of required equipment is a
1: helmet here. Okay. Um, in America, well, sometimes people will wear shin guards um, or gloves. To help protect their hands and their ankles and their legs if they choose to.
0: Okay, because I think, yes, quite hard <laughs> if they hit you. Uh, talk a little bit, Joe, about how this sort of differs from American sports and how you got involved in it.
2: So it really differs um, in that it's a conglomeration of a lot of sports. So it's got the skills of baseball, it's got the skills of rugby, um, so, it, it But it's very fast-paced. It's also known as the fastest sport on grass. So it's constantly moving, much like basketball. And, uh, you know, I got involved because I grew up in a small town in Florida. I have red hair, so everyone associated me with <laughs> Ireland. So I thought maybe I should learn about my culture, or my heritage, I should say. And uh, I learned about it. I knew about the sport. And then when I moved up to Chicago, I instantly went, oh, there's a big community here maybe there's a sport and I found one right down the street. Isn't that wonderful? It is wonderful. It
0: really is and I think that's so nice that you looked into it and you wanted to play something that yeah. kind of probably your ancestors played oh, right yeah. because we know it's a age-old sport. Oh yeah. Now you talked about it being the fastest sport on grass but you also play indoors right? Yeah. So talk a little bit about the differences when you come indoors for the season.
1: So obviously we're in Chicago and so it's hard to play January, February, March with it being you know freezing and snowy and so we'll take our um, sport inside so we play an indoor soccer facility we go down to seven a side and then it's basically the same rules um, but we do allow people to play off the walls kind of like you do in indoor soccer Um, and then because of the limitation of our field we don't play with the points through the uprights we just play with just goals okay other than that it's essentially the same rules and same
0: fast pace Yeah. Fast-paced sport we do outside. And I think that's kind of fun. I mean, I love it when, you know, I mean, we obviously live in the north, so you have to kind of adapt and come inside because you can't, you know, you can't play soccer in the snow either. Uh, But it's fun, though. I often think that when you do those indoor versions where there's a little bit difference where you said, like you Mm -hmm. can play off the walls and that kind of stuff, it it makes for some interesting times, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Talk a little bit for me about the outdoor season though, right? When does that start?
2: So the outdoor season starts right when it gets warm. Uh, We kind of overlap with the indoor season. We'll be able to start running outside and getting games going. That's typically end of March or April, whenever it stops snowing. Okay. And that will take us all the way into uh, end of November when the sun's kind of setting and we're not allowed to be outside, or I shouldn't say allowed to be outside, we're
0: not able to be outside because of the sun. It's just not conducive. Not conducive. And and so your indoor season then picks up in...
1: We'll start playing our indoor season in the middle of January.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, talk a little bit about, on average, Joe, how much would it cost me to get involved in hurling? Because I know a lot of times, you know, you hear different sports, hockey, football, costs a lot of money, and and, and that's a consideration, right? So, talk a little bit about hurling and what that is involved. So with hurling, it's uh,
2: it's not very expensive to start up. Uh, we have the helmets, which normally start off at 65. Uh, the sticks, if you go with an ash uh, hurley, that's about 40, 35, depending upon where we source them. Or if you go with a fiberglass, which we have here, that's normally about 45 as well. On top of that, we have uh, you know annual fees, which are running about 80 dollars for our club itself and then $60 for the association. But once you pay that, uh, that's good for all year and we're able to keep going all year.
0: Okay, I mean that's very reasonable. And so talk a little bit about the age g- grouping because um, obviously you're neither one of you are small children. Do you do it for small children? What's kind of the age range for the club?
2: So the age range from the club is uh, we typically start at 15, allowing kids to play just because, you know, they're starting to get towards the middle part of puberty and able to keep up with a lot of the adults who are playing. Uh, But we actually have people that have started playing when they were 60. So they've known about the sport, but they didn't have a way to play, and they've gotten right into it. They play alongside of us. Um, We actually... uh, organize it so that, you know, we're not putting the young stud who just got off the lacrosse team with the (laughs) six-year-old guy. But, uh, you know, we have a large age group. Uh, We would love to get a youth program going. Uh, The problem is, you know, parents are interested. It's just organizing it and having the members to be able to go and help coach the children.
0: Yeah, well, and particularly because it's a sport that the average person hasn't grown up with and they probably don't know the rules. I often think that about soccer in America for a long time, you know, but but, but they grow, so there's opportunities to grow with that. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, I, I know there's a female version of the sport. Do you, for the hurling, is it both genders can play hurling?
1: Yeah, so here in Naperville, especially our indoor league and our summer league, we'll play co-ed. With um, the only variation is when the women play, it's called camogie. Okay. Um, and there's some slight rule variations of how the women can score they have more opportunity or are different ways to score um, okay. than the men do and so when we play like kinda inner club stuff we mi- we play mixed and then when we travel um, our women will f- pair up with other camogie clubs and our men will play with other hurling clubs.
0: Okay, so that kind of builds like a nice social network too, right? I mean, you know, you came up from Florida and got started, but you could be moving other places and meeting people. So that's great. When
1: our when our club members leave the area for school or whatever, we do try to help connect them to the,
0: the hurling and camogie clubs in their new cities to help oh, them Oh, that's nice. That's done. great. That's terrific. Now, as we wrap up, what are some of the upcoming events that you can tell us about? So we talked about,
1: we have our indoor season coming up. It's going to start the middle of January. Um, at Players Indoor, just um, in here in Naperville, and the registration for that will start um, the end of November. Okay, and they can just register online for that? Yep, it's going to be on the Naperville Hurling website
0: for registration links. Okay, wonderful. Well, listen, I think it's a great game. I have actually had the benefit of watching it, and like you said, it's super fast, lightning quick. Um, I'm very interesting, so I encourage everybody to at least come check it out, right? Of course, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: We're always <laughs> open for social members as well.
0: Okay, so I could just come on out and check it out. Check it out,
2: hang out with the team, grab a beer. You
0: know. Nice. I like that. That might, that might be just my style. So thank you so much for stopping by. And if you're interested in learning more about this exciting sport and the Naperville Hurling Club specifically, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay with us. We'll be right back with more Spotlight.
3: Timing is everything, especially when it comes to your business. Whether you're ready to start up or expand out, running a business is challenging. You deserve a trusted partner. At Bucy, we tailor our approach to your unique needs and help you navigate financial decisions, achieve your goals, and realize your dreams of success. Your dreams shouldn't wait. Bucy, your dream, our promise.
0: If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wurnett, and joining me now from the Ray Graham Association is Kim Zella, and with her is business partner Alan Swanson from Top Golf. So, welcome. Thank you. Okay. Kim, I'm going to start with you because October is National Disability Employment Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Okay, wonderful. So that leads
4: perfectly into the Ray Graham it Association does. and your story. It does. Ray Graham Association has been providing services since 1950. So we've been around a very long time. Um, we provide services to about 2,000 children and adults with cognitive and other types of developmental disabilities um, in a variety of services, including residential, recreational life skills development, um, supporting families, and of course employment.
0: Yeah. Now you have a wonderful mantra, though. Uh, your your tagline is amazing. Do you want to share that? Yes. At Ray Graham Association, we support people to reach, grow, and achieve. I love that. Reach, grow, and mm-hmm. achieve. That's a wonderful, yeah. wonderful statement. Ellen, you're the director of operations at Top Golf, right? I am. Okay. So now, how did Top Golf get to get involved with the Ray Graham Association?
5: Sure. Back in 2016, we really it was something that we really wanted to do. We wanted to get involved, um, and that was when we brought um, our, our first individual from. Ray Graham into Topgolf and it's been a blossoming partnership ever since
0: that's wonderful so now you've got somebody who is involved with Ray Graham who is now an employee tell us a little bit about what they were doing and how that kind of evolved
5: one of the parts of our businesses is, is that we employ 550 associates and so when we started working with Ray Graham we were able to find something that was a very good fit from one of the individuals from Ray Graham and that individual's name was Michael and immediately Michael became part of the family and you know we were really able to find specific things that he was good at that he really liked doing and that really turned into an excellent partnership and Michael still works there today and you know it's been amazing ever since
0: yeah that's wonderful and, and I'm sure for you, it, there's benefits not only to him but I'm quite sure there's benefits to the other associates at your organization
5: Definitely, and also for our guests as well. And so when our guests recognize that um, we have an individual with special needs, they, they they really appreciate that and they create relationships with those individuals.
0: Yeah, now, so tell us a little bit more, Kim, because from your standpoint, I mean, this right. is such an important piece, right? Is that employment uh, and Absolutely. how do we find, because it brings you meaning, it brings value, right? So say a little bit more about how that sure. works for
4: you and on your client's end. Sure, you know, I think, I, I say this a lot, I find. Um, when someone asks you what you do, they're not asking you what you do on a Tuesday night when you're at home. What you do means what is your career? What is your profession? And and that's what we wanna have for everybody that receives services from Ray Graham, is to be able to say, I'm an associate at Top Golf or I work here. Um, it does, it brings confidence, self esteem, puts money in your pocket. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, employment is power and it's control. And I've been with Ray Graham for 25 years, and I can't tell you a time that someone hasn't, that every time somebody who gets a job, they're exciting, excited and it's life changing. It really, truly is. So from our perspective, it's such a core need. Um, it has become something that we used to dabble in over the years to one of the largest parts of our, our organization. At any one time, we are um, partnering with about 200 employ- employers around um, the area. That's amazing. Yeah, and every year we are successful in helping about 100 people secure employment. And the great thing about what we do is that we will work with companies to identify some of those, those jobs um, and work really hard to make sure that it's a good match. So what we find is about a 90% retention rate um, of the people that we help to find jobs at companies like Topgolf stay on the job. That's terrific. Well, and mm-hmm. Michael's obviously a good yes, example. Absolutely. He's already been there three years. Mm-hmm. And, and I would
0: imagine that you see that playing out, uh, that employment piece then playing out in all the other services
4: that you provide. Absolutely. Um, the employment piece, we, we do a lot in supporting people to be um, become ready to find a job. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people with intellectual disabilities have never been employed, so their first job literally might be when they're 40 or 45 years old. Yeah. So we do a lot of, of support and training um, and help to bring people along, and it does truly touch you know everything that we do.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. So I, I'm gonna ask you, Ellen, from your standpoint yeah. on the business side, what does that bring to you as an organization?
5: Um, We've we have seven individuals from Ray Graham that work for us and what we've seen is is that we get dedicated, hard-working, loyal, loving associates and it's a it's a perfect fit for our for our brand
0: yeah that's I, I love the way you said that and I would imagine that yeah, having gone from the one to the seven you now also have a little family within a family as well
5: definitely definitely yeah. and, and for myself um, I've created a strong relationship with Michael and him and I we go out to eat sometimes we stay in touch and you know being part of Ray Graham has really brought a lot of love and joy into my life, and it's something that I hope all businesses in Illinois try to find a way to work with Ray Graham on. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I, I and I would imagine, as, as you're thinking about it, you know, with those associates, when when you talked about, Kim, mm-hmm. that the excitement of having a job, right? A lot of times we're talking, oh yeah, I've got to go to work today, but the en- excitement and the enthusiasm for having yeah. it, I've got to believe there's a good trickle-off effect as well for the other associates, seeing somebody Who's so thrilled to have a job and so excited about
5: it? Definitely. And what we see is that our associates make those individuals feel like they're part of our family. And that's super important to us. And, you know, it's just, it's really a great partnership.
4: So now talk a little bit, Kim, about how that partnership has grown over the years. Well, um, as Alan said, it started with one person and um, started in Wooddale. Yep. And um, it's actually, I will, will credit Alan, who championed continuing to hire people when Topgolf opened in Naperville and hired uh, five more people. And that's really, that that's our dream as an as organization that's really passionate about employment is to find companies like Topgolf that don't just hire one person but really looks for opportunities to hire multiple people um, in the right job and then champion that yeah. um, let other organizations and companies know that it's it's the right thing to do it's a great business decision and the unemployment rate for people with disabilities is so high there are so many people who who need to work and we just need a few more top golfs you know to open up their door and to be willing to to move forward so you know I look at this as not not only partnering with Topgolf but also utilizing um, connections from companies like Topgolf to, to continue to open doors because sometimes from employer to employer you have better success sure so, absolutely yeah. well and you
0: obviously have had a very successful partnership and I think for another business going well how does this make sense what are the benefits you've clearly articulated those yeah. uh, on both sides I mean yeah. and that's the benefit of a partnership right it's a, it's a win-win on both mm-hmm. sides and clearly the relationship that you have both had has been a great win-win so if I'm a business I'm gonna pick up the phone call you or go to your website absolutely okay wonderful well thank you and I wish you continued success with this partnership and let's hope more businesses open their doors if you would like to learn more about how Ray Graham Association is serving those with disabilities and what the opportunities are for being an employer of those with disabilities please go and visit their website we're gonna take a quick break but don't go away we're coming right back with more spotlight
3: work hard, and you want to see your efforts pay off, literally. Whether you're dreaming of retirement, growing your business, or leaving a legacy for future generations, at Busey, we help you realize the possibilities of tomorrow. We listen to your needs and goals to create a sound strategy for you and your family. Enjoy the achievements of your life and work. We'll handle the rest. Busey, your dream, our promise.
0: Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wrenette. I'm joined now by Tim Ells and Ashley Abraham from Assist Naperville, or RAN. Tim, it's been about a year since we chatted the last time, so talk a little bit about your program and how it's grown in the intervening months.
6: Okay, so Jane, as you know, uh, Assist Naperville's mission is to provide affordable and dependable transportation to and from medical appointments for Naperville senior citizens. We pick them up at their home, take them to a medical appointment, wait for them, which is unique, and take them home. Uh, since we last talked, we now have grown to 380 client slash riders, which is incredible. incredible. Uh, average age, believe it or not, is 82 years old. In uh, fiscal year, our last fiscal year, uh, we increased our rides by 59%. That's a big we're, jump. We're very, very close to our two thousandth appointment since we started, and that's less than two and a half years ago. Congratulations. So that's two thousand round trip rides, if you will. Um, and right now we're doing twenty-five rides a day. That's so, terrific. Uh, and that's that's unfortunately that's capacity for us. We could do more, but we have thirty-nine riders, or excuse me, thirty-nine drivers and That's all we can do, so uh, of course one of the things we really, really need is more drivers because we could do more rides, but still, that means we're going to do 1,300 rides in the next 12 months.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. That's huge growth. And I think, you know, I, I think what's so important is it speaks to directly to a key need in our community, mm-hmm. right? Sure um, does, yes. You know, I mean, we're all aging. That's just part of the process. And uh, being able to get to those doctor's appointments is so important. And I think one of the things I like best about what you do is that you stay there. There's, It's not a taxi service. You don't get dropped that's... off. You have somebody that is going to stay with you and come back home with you you and that's an important piece
6: nobody else does that yeah. and that that is really the unique and key feature about ride assist naperville um and that's what gives our riders such confidence in in using us as a service
0: yeah now ashley you talk to riders on a daily basis i know mm-hmm. so
7: give our viewers a sense of what they say what this service means to them yeah it means a great deal uh a lot of our writers might live alone or they might not have family nearby and they might not otherwise be able to get a ride to their medical appointment dependably. So RAND kind of comes in and we kind of fill that service of a family member. Whereas we greet them at their door, we bring them to their appointment, and when they're ready to go home they know that a driver is waiting in the lobby to take them home. And a lot of the feedback that I hear from our riders is that they have kind of become friends with our volunteers. And they love the conversations. They've said that our volunteers are really friendly and caring and um i just get lots of great feedback and actually i brought one of our thank you notes from someone if i can read it it says of course, dear ran people i can't thank you enough for this wonderful service so far i have ridden with laura robin ed and also michelle these angels are so warm and caring we seniors are very fortunate to have them so it means a great deal
0: so yeah that's lovely i mean i i, I think obviously um When you're older, uh, and certainly if you're alone, there's a vulnerability there, right? And um, sometimes there's a decision of, do I go to that appointment? How do I get there? Or maybe I just don't really want to go because I feel vulnerable. So it's clear, not only are you providing that transportation, but you're filling that sense of, Confidence that I'm going to be safe, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'm going to go with somebody who's nice and going to take care of me, and I'm not going to walk out of that, because sometimes we come out of those appointments and it's not good news, yeah. and that you're being met with the same person that you went with, I'm sure that provides a tremendous amount of uh, support and good feeling. Yes. Yeah. Tim, you, you've you been a driver,
6: uh-huh,
0: uh, yes. and you've filled that role. Uh, talk about how it feels from a driver's perspective.
6: Well, number one, it's a lot of fun. Um, The great thing about being a driver for Ride Assist Naperville is that it's a very flexible volunteer opportunity. We don't assign rides to our drivers as Ashley said we have a software program they select whatever ride they want to take if they want to do one ride a month we're thrilled if they want to do three rides a week we're thrilled so uh, it's a great volunteer opportunity like I said it's fun it's interesting but more important you have to realize that you are taking someone to get health care that they need, and they may not have any other way to do it. So you're providing a a really great service for the community. And like Ashley said, you become friends with the person that you're you're driving. I've, I've taken several riders multiple times, and you get to know them, you get to know your families, you have great conversations. As I said before, the average age is 82, so they've had rich lives, full lives uh wonderful to talk to great experiences to draw upon i've lived in naperville for 25 years i've taken writers who have lived in naperville 75 80 85 and 90 years you're going past a certain intersection and they're like oh that used to be somebody's farm or that was a hardware store <laughs> or that was this and it's just it's like educational it's so much fun and um and no question is, is off the table, really. We uh, spent a great amount of time talking about the Chicago Cubs, <laughs> uh, grandchildren. I even had a, a rider last week wanted to talk to me about the Electoral College. <laughs> That's fine, as long as you're enjoying your ride. Um, I know it's a medical appointment, but it's a timeout out too. Yes. So for us, drivers it's just really rewarding
0: yeah I mean it might be the only time that senior is out during that week or that month that's, exact, that's right? exactly mm-hmm. right yep. yeah mm-hmm. okay now Ashley since you've come on board talk a little bit about how the program has
7: grown yeah so I uh, joined December 2017 and around that time we had about a hundred active registered riders we're set to have 400 by the end of this year and so Apart from growing with how many people we serve, we've also expanded our boundary map to help serve the people. We, we can bring them to more places that they need to go around Naperville and surrounding areas. Um, what I'd love to see is obviously more volunteer drivers. Um, <laughs> not to beat a dead horse, but uh, there are times when our seniors call in and they ask for a ride. And I unfortunately have to say, you know, unfortunately we're full. I just don't have a driver to bring you, I'm so sorry. So I would love to get to a point in our organization where we have plenty of drivers on hand that every senior that calls for a ride request, it will get filled. Okay, so that leads to you, Tim, mm-hmm. and I know that you,
0: this is a big thing for you right now, that you're working on.
6: It, it, it's huge. Our, our goal this year is to recruit and train In the next three to six months, at least 20 more volunteer drivers. I need to be able to fill the capacity that we have and the eventual goal is to fill every ride request that we get. So in that regard, um, we're going to spend a great amount of our marketing capacity this year recruiting new drivers. And that will really be a four-pronged attack. For the first time, we're going to do a pilot program where we're actually going to take out media ads, probably print media here in Naperville, looking for volunteer drivers. We're going to greatly enhance our social media presence. Um, of course, our board members will do what they always do. We out and talk to our naperville service organizations uh naperville's faith, faith-based organizations as well as anybody who wants to talk to us about ride assist naperville and how maybe they can provide uh not only more riders but clearly more drivers which we need we don't want anyone to miss an appointment because we don't have drivers uh, that being said i'm here tonight anybody watching who would really like a flexible volunteer opportunity that is fun and rewarding It's www.rideassistnaperville.org. There's a driver application on our website. You're going to spend a few minutes talking to me in a short meeting. We'll do a background check a half day training and then you can get on the road providing a service that's desperately needed but also really a lot of fun
0: yeah well I think and I think maybe one of the things that we all have to think about is we all have aging parents Uh, hopefully we still have some around and when you think about how would you like your parent uh, to be able to be treated uh, if you're not there I live a long way away from my father and uh, the thought that he would not be able to get where he needed to go because he didn't have a ride would put a big hole in my heart. Uh, so I think if we think about it that way, right, it should be a good motivator. And if everybody it, just did one, then you'd be all set if you could keep doubling on those uh, drivers. Exa-
6: mm-hmm. ex- exactly, and the family members are great. We have uh, a doctor in Walnut Creek, California. His mother's here in Naperville. He helps arrange her rides, but every year, holiday time, there's a check to us Assist Naperville from him. Yeah. And I know he'd love to see us have more drivers. And I know he'd do it if he could, but he can't. Right.
0: Right. Well, thank you. We're going to wish you all the best of luck with that driver recruitment and also thank you for all the good work you're doing on behalf of the seniors. If you are interested in becoming a driver for seniors in our community, please go and visit the Ride Assist Naperville website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at UC Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. If you want to learn more about the organizations featured on the show, please go to our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in your community, don't forget to sign up to receive our daily news update, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wynette. Thank you for watching.